When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Did you know Black and White Sports is the number one conservative sports entity on YouTube with over 35 million views? Make sure you subscribe here to the podcast available anywhere. Quality podcasts are available. Apple, iTunes, Google Podcasts, CastBox, Anchor, and Spotify, and many others. Hit subscribe now. You're tuning into... Black and white sports on YouTube. The no holds barred truth on sports. The main event starts now. Black and white sports fans, the Tokyo Olympics are going to be starting next Friday. And there's a lot of controversy behind the Tokyo Olympics. You got the mainstream media out there screaming racism because of Shakari Richardson not being allowed to participate in the Tokyo Games. Also, Gwen Berry, other athletes that want to be super duper woke and protest fake social justice out there. They're not allowed to actually protest on the Olympic stage if they're actually able to win a medal. And the only reason why anybody even knows Gwen Berry is because she turned her back on the national anthem, turned her back on the flag at the Olympic trials. She finished third in the hammer throw and she is the talking point of a lot of the Tokyo Olympics, in addition to some other people as well. And there isn't a whole lot of focus actually being put on Deanna Price and the hammer throw, who actually set a world record. She finished first in the Olympic trials. But of course, the media is going to push Gwen Berry out there, who probably is not really even going to medal at the Olympics. So guys, guess what? There was a poll that was released. And this poll absolutely reaffirms what we have been saying that the overwhelming majority of people do not want to see protests at the Tokyo Olympics, including a bunch of black people, folks. Even black people do not want to see protests on the world stage embarrassing this country. They just don't. So we're going to be talking about all of that in this video, guys. But first, go over to the Black and White Network store and get you the America First shirt that I'm wearing right now. We love this shirt. I just got it in yesterday. It feels good. It looks good. And guys, if you get it out the merch store, we're going to give you 21% off your purchase. If you use the discount code LaChanaSucks, S-U-X, all one word. Man, it's a really, really good feeling shirt. But check this out, guys. It says here, most black Americans do not want to see Olympic protests like Gwen Berry. Wow. So if you listen to the mainstream media, of course, you know, an overwhelming majority of people want to see protests and we don't. When it comes down to it at the end of the day, the Olympics, are guess what? It's sports. And when it comes to sports, we just want to be entertained. We don't want to hear about your politics. We don't we don't want to hear about your social justice stuff, which the overwhelming majority is a complete and utter lie. But uh, check this out. The public wants athletes representing the United States at international sporting events like the Olympics to be respectful 
of the American flag and the national anthem, according to a national poll. An INI tip poll taken after Team USA hammer thrower Gwen Berry protested the Star Spangled Banner during the Olympic qualifier ceremony found 79% of the public opposes similar protests. So 79% folks, but check this out. This includes 61% of black Americans and 69% of Hispanic Americans. Wow. So overwhelming majority of black people do not support Gwen Berry and woke protests on the world stage at the Olympics. Just wow. Just wow. The mainstream media, man, they will lie to you about this kind of stuff, you know, because they have a political agenda out there. They do. But it says here this includes 61 percent of black Americans and 69 percent of Hispanic Americans who said it was important for professional athletes to publicly respect the American flag on the international level. 60 percent said a respectful showing was very important, while 16 percent of those surveyed said they did not think it was important. Now, here's a breakdown along political lines here. We're talking about Republicans, Democrats, conservatives. It says here, while a breakdown of those polled showed general agreement across the board, Republicans and conservatives were more apt than Democrats or liberals to say a respectful display was important. Now, that's not really a surprise whatsoever to me. The poll found 93 percent of Republicans and conservatives said athletes Respect for the anthem was important while abroad. That figure dropped to 72 percent of Democrats and 60 percent of liberals who agreed. So even among the left. They're even saying when you go to Olympics, for the most part, over 70 percent said we want you to respect the country, respect the flag, respect the national anthem. So I believe, you know, the biggest people out there that actually want the athletes to protest, I believe it is the far left progressives, you know, the anti-American socialists, you know, like your AOCs and people like that. This poll is just saying now those people really don't represent the majority of people. And I've never believed that people like AOC and other far left socialists are actually the overwhelming majority of Americans. They're just the most vocal. Okay, independents and centrists were in between the major parties as 74% and 81% respectively said honoring the anthem was important. The only group without a majority of say professional athletes should honor the flag and the anthem were young people. 49% agreed and 39% disagreed, suggesting the protests should be allowed. Wow. And it says here, after placing third at the U.S. track and field Olympics qualifier on June 26th, Barry turned away from the flag and draped a T-shirt that read activist athlete over her head during the playing of the national anthem. Despite the backlash, Barry said she was unsure if she would protest at the Olympics in Tokyo. Should she place at her event and it's probably unlikely she's actually going to win a medal. She said, we'll see. Barry said on July 1st, it just depends on how I'm feeling and what I want to do. In that moment. Now, if she does win a medal and she protests during the medal ceremony, they may actually strip her of a me- of her medal. I don't know that for a fact, 
It's a possibility. So maybe, you know, that's probably why she's saying I'm not sure she probably doesn't want to come out and just say it at this point that she would actually protest. But what do you guys think of this? What do you guys think of this? Black Americans have rejected Gwenberry and protests on the world stage. An overwhelming majority thinks that it's completely disrespectful. When you actually get a medal, you should be respecting your country. And I just I just say this, man, to all these athletes out there. Stop with the line. Stop with the line. Stop making everything so political. We as sports fans just want to be entertained. That's it. I mean, I can't remember a time when there was such an anti-American sentiment going on in the sports world. And it hasn't slowed down, you know, from last year. Last year was was the worst and it really hasn't slowed down that much. You still have athletes out there that think they're professional victims, you know, and they want to cash in. They do. I mean, Gwen Berry is going to get some kind of an endorsement deal when she's not even really that good. I don't know what kind of endorsement deals um, Deanna Price has, but I'm pretty sure that Gwen Berry will cash in a lot more than than um, Deanna Price because she's playing the victim card. That's just my thoughts on this. What do you guys think of this? Black and white sports fans. Let us know what you think about all this in the comments. Make sure you subscribe to Black and White Sports. And we'll catch you next time. Thanks for watching the show. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Be sure to tune in next time on Black and White Sports. First, here's a word from today's sponsor. Friends, I'm very concerned about food shortages coming to America. No, not local or short-lived shortages. I'm talking about a national food shortage that will affect everyone, everywhere, for a very long time. Would you be ready if that happened? Probably not. That's why I urge you to get some long-term storage emergency food from my friends at My Patriot Supply. They're the original Patriot Survival Company. Over the past decade, they've served millions of American families like yours. Their mission is your survival. And right now, you can save 25% on a four-week kit of emergency food that will save the day. Probably soon. This four-week kit has a wide variety of delicious food that provides over 2,000 calories per day. The right amount for optimum survival. Go to preparewithblackandwhite.com so you can claim your four-week emergency food kit and save 25% in the process. Order a tasty starter kit for each member of your family, and they will ship everything quickly and discreetly to your door. That's preparewithblackandwhite.com. You're tuning into Black and White Sports on YouTube. The no-holds-barred truth on sports. The main event starts now. I'm back. Rodriance for Black and White Live. Well, it seems... That WWE legend and former Olympic gold medalist Kurt Angle has come out and hammered Conor McGregor over his broken ankle he suffered at UFC 264. Kurt Angle is one of the toughest guys in the history of pro wrestling. He has been hurt multiple times. He was hurt when he was competing in the Olympics. He once famously had a broken neck. Okay. Well, Conor McGregor got his ankle snapped, and look, nobody's, at least 
far as I'm concerned, I'm not going to shit on the guy for breaking an ankle. But hey, if Kurt Angle's going to do it, I'm going to do a damn video on it. Let's get to this from Fox News. Kurt Angle, Olympic gold medalist and ex-WWE star, brushes off Conor McGregor's injury and calls it, quote, a big damn deal. Big deal. Puss. Kurt Angle. I wasn't talking to you. Kurt Angle, an Olympic gold medalist and former professional wrestler, piled on trolling of UFC star Conor McGregor on Tuesday as the Irishman recovered from a gruesome leg injury. Angle won a gold medal in the 100-kilogram freestyle wrestling for the U.S. in 1996 at the Atlanta Olympics. We all remember that one. While dealing with a broken neck and a few other injuries before he started his career in professional wrestling with ECW, WWE, and TNA. He didn't appear phased by McGregor's injury. Kurt Angle was not the least bit impressed. Quote, so, at Notorious MMA... Broke his freaking ankle this past weekend. Big deal. I break my ankle all the time. I broke my ankle this morning and I'm jumping around on it right now. I even won a gold medal with a broken freaking neck too, Angle tweeted. The 52-year-old, 52 years old, really? Wow, I'm getting ancient. The 52-year-old Pennsylvania native won two... Division I Wrestling Championships and a World Championship gold medal in 1995 before participating in the Olympics. In the 96 U.S. trials, he fractured two cervical vertebrae and pulled four muscles. He defeated Iran's... I'm not even attempted that dude's name. Sorry, homie, you lost. McGregor is reporting, reportedly set out until at least January as he recovers from the injury. And we're going to see whether or not he takes that Jake Paul payday. He had surgery to repair the fractured tibia and fibula. He suffered the injury at 264 against Dustin Poirier. He appeared to break his leg at the end of the round. And it was a really really awkward-looking break, too. Uh, He just took a, a step back, landed a little awkward, and the ankle snapped right up, which tells me, he likely had a pre-existing structural issue going into the fight. It's odd that they did not catch it uh, in the uh, physical, but I mean, come on, let's be honest. How, how, uh, how, how, how detailed are they getting with some of those physicals anyway, especially when you're considering the, the amount of the payday involved with the fight, right? So um, I don't know that they would have looked into it. I don't know. They would have probably had to do an MRI or something to have found some kind of structural damage prior to the fight. And I don't, I don't, I wouldn't imagine they would go quite that far. I think this is funny as hell. Of course, Kurt Angle is a WWE legend. Um, ECW. I'm trying to remember that. I was a big ECW fan, but I'm not quite remembering Kurt Angle and ECW. I remember Stone Cold being in the ECW. Shane Douglas, Sabu, Tommy Dreamer. Um, God. Uh, the Rowdy Boys. A uh, bunch of those guys in ECW. I watched it all the time. Way to go, Cookie. Way to get all up in the video. What do we think about Kurt Angle taking a shot at Conor McGregor? Let's be honest. He's become sort of an easy target, and it's mainly because Conor won't quit running his mouth. He runs his mouth at everybody, 
and it wouldn't hurt him to actually win a damn fight every now and then. Okay? Of course, he could look, I don't like these uh, exhibition paydays that they've had out there. And, of course, he fought uh, Floyd Mayweather in a supposed boxing match that looked like a complete and total scam. Tell me what you think about Kurt Angle, the Olympic gold medalist against Conor McGregor. Maybe they'll fight. Kurt Angle would murk his butt. Peace. I'm out. Till next time. Thanks for watching the show. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Be sure to tune in next time on Black and White Sports. You're tuning into Black and White Sports on YouTube. The no-holds-barred truth on sports. The main event starts now. I'm back. Rodrance for Black and White Sports. Oh, nothing makes us happier on this channel than to celebrate something involving LaChina James and the destruction of said something. Well, in this case, it looks like we are heading down the path of The Last Jedi, Captain Marvel, Solo, A Star Wars Nightmare, as myself and John Matrix are certified members of the Fandom Menace, well, it is our duty to make sure that we can do as much as we can to hinder the progress of Space Jam 2, the search for Chinese dollars. That's right, and the reviews have began to come in on LaChina James's nightmare in his ongoing quest to be Michael Jeffrey Jordan. And we all know LeBron James, LaChina James, LaFraud James, LeBronda James is no goat. But he gave a run at it with Space Jam 2. And the critic reviews, the Rotten Tomato reviews, are starting to come in. And they are ugly for Space Jam 2, the search for Chinese dollars. Very quickly, I am wearing our LaChina James shirt. You can grab this bad boy out of the merch store. Use promo code. I mean, come on. LaChina sucks. S-U-X, all one word. Get you 21% off this shirt. Let's get over to these critic scores. We've got 54 critic scores that are in on Space Jam 2. Space Jam, a new legacy. 54, and it is certified rotten as hell right now. Oh, it smells like shit. Let's be real, LeBron James. Let's take a look at some of these reviews right now. Oh, Tribune News Service, top critic, an upcycled Frankenstein monster intellectual property spraying a stew of Easter eggs, Halloween costumes at the viewer, praying that something sticks. And the one thing I have noticed about this entire situation involving Space Jam 2, the search for Chinese dollars, is many of these critics say one thing. It is one big, gigantic piece of corporate propaganda. Very interesting. Warner Brothers trying to show off all of their assets all crammed into one movie. Space Jam, a new legacy, is only satisfying to people who care about marketing and company profits. 
people who approach it as a product that's successfully being sold. Oh, my goodness. One similarity between this Space Jam and the original, an absolute absurd amount of legwork to arrive at Bugs Bunny playing basketball. In other words, they had to watch LeBron James way too long before we finally get to Bugs Bunny playing some basketball. Unlike the original, which is a which was made as a celebration and a union of great entertainers, Bill Murray, Michael Jordan was in that, that appeals to kids, this entire endeavor feels more like a commercial. We're talking a two out of five here. Um, that one right above here was a 1.5 out of four. Yeesh. Good grief. Uh, let's see what else we got. The shameless IP. This is from comicbookmovie.com. The shameless IP promotion might have been forgivable if it led to a few chuckles, but alas, Space Jam 2021 is a barren wasteland of comedy. A couple of smirks raised by the wacky wabbit aside. Richard Roper, Chicago Sun-Times. I have never seen anything like it. I also hope to never see anything like it again. I wish I could unsee what I have seen. (laughs) Oh, he got crushed. LeBron got crushed. Oh, Ethan Vestby, the film stage. Not to keep singing the praises of a cynical enterprise jump-started by a Nike commercial. But it feels inexplicable why this sequel is 30 minutes longer and it makes its predecessor resemble some example of strong classical storytelling. He gave it a C. Oh, the Hollywood Reporter, to whom this is meant to appeal, is anyone's guess except presumably the studio's marketing department. Oh, LeBron is getting crushed here. Oh, my goodness. To anybody that has been involved in the fandom menace, everybody knows who Scott Mendelson is, or as where he's known in the fandom menace, Scott Mendeldouche with Forbes. Terrific animation and kid-friendly mentality can't overcome the shameless and satire-free IP exploitation at play or the film's need, need to re- relentlessly lionize its top-billed human star. This film is getting killed. Three out of ten is what he gave it. My God. This guy says it should have went straight to streaming. Through originally intended for the theaters, it has the emptiness that seems custom built for streaming. Vaporous, worthless, yet somehow nearly two hours long. That is also one of the other narratives I've noticed here is a lot of people are pissed that they had to set through a nearly two-hour movie with LeBron James. Uh, He gave it a D, by the way. Yeah. Uh, Oh, man. He is just... No one seems to be in on the joke, especially LeBron. (laughs) Oh, that's great. Sorry, LeBron. This jam is ripe to be slammed. Two out of four. Oh, This is a bloated 115 minutes. It's mayhem and madness wearing pretty thin as it goes along. Two out of four, and I'm going to end on this one right here. Gee, ain't it a stinker?
one out of five. And look, the rotten the rotten reviews are just all over the place. And these are verified reviews from verified critics involving Space Jam 2, the search for the Chinese dollar. We know LeBron James was over in China promoting this movie. That's the reason he wasn't playing for Team USA. Although they're playing like he's playing for Team USA in the Olympics as they're getting their asses drove in competition early, it seems. But LeBron James, remember, they said, are you going to play in the Olympics? He said, no, I'm going to China. I'm going to China to promote Space Jam 2. And guess what? It looks like he better pray it makes all the Chinese dollars because it's clear the critics absolutely hate Space Jam 2, the search for Chinese dollars. And we will be here to chronicle the destruction of this film. It should be noted we rolled through McDonald's the other day to get a Happy Meal for the youngster. And uh, and the significant other, she says, what toy comes with that Happy Meal? And the lady says, I think it's LeBron James. And she said, keep your toy. That's right. We did not want it with LeBron James on there. Uh, we will not be supporting anything involving LeBron James. And I love Looney Tunes. It's kind of sad that he ever got involved with that, but it is what it is. We are not taking the LeBron James Happy Meal toy, and we will not be supporting the communist product known as Space Jam 2, the search for Chinese dollars. Peace. I'm out. Till next time. Thanks for watching the show. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Be sure to tune in next time on Black and White Sports. All right, guys, let's talk about today's sponsor, Javi Coffee. I have been drinking Javi Coffee for the last couple of weeks. My friends at Javi Coffee sent me this sample here. And guys, I must say this tastes absolutely amazing. You guys know that I get up very, very early in the morning. Uh, to create content for you guys here on the channel. And coffee does get me going in the morning. And I must say, folks, that Javi Coffee will also save you a lot of money. This is a very, very good tasting coffee concentrate. It would actually save you a lot of money on a monthly basis if you actually like to go out and go to your favorite coffee shop. So Javi Coffee, it's extremely smooth. It's also low carb, keto friendly. You guys know that I am I am a keto eater. I don't eat carbs. And guys, this this is very good. It's actually low carb as well. And check it out, guys. I'm actually going to send you guys a link here to where you can also get a 30 day or a 90 day supply of Javi coffee. You can actually join uh, Javi coffee here. You can get three bottles and you can also get it refreshed every 30 days. Or every two weeks, just however you want to do it, guys. I mean, you won't regret this. It will save you a lot of money. And trust me, it tastes amazing. You can just mix whatever you want into it if you want. You can just fill up a cup of water here, as you can see. Then put one teaspoon or two teaspoons into water and you just stir it up. And also you can add sugar, monk fruit, whatever, whipped cream. Make iced coffee like I actually have here. 
I am a big, big fan of iced coffees in the morning. This is my go to drink. And this is a Javi coffee here. Man, this tastes so refreshing, guys. So refreshing. Check out the link in the pinned comment and the description as well. And sign up and get Javi Coffee today. You're tuning into Black and White Sports on YouTube. The no holds barred truth on sports. The main event starts now. Black and White Sports fans, we have some developing news about Maria Taylor. Now, we know that Maria Taylor was looking for a new contract in the range of Stephen A. Smith to stay at ESPN. Now, we were thinking that Stephen A. Smith was actually just getting $8 million per year, but we found out his true number is $12 million per year. And we all agree that Maria Taylor is not worth that kind of money. Now, ESPN had offered her $5 million last year in the bubble. She declined and then actually lowered it this time to less than, less than is the key, less than $3 million. So about a three times pay increase because she's only getting $1 million. So I believe that ESPN really didn't up their offer. Maybe they did just a little bit, but she had a couple of suitors. Rose did a video on that. And now, guys, check this out. ESPN's Maria Taylor reportedly nearing deal with NBC Sports. So it looks like Maria Taylor is going to be out at Walt Center. We all know the controversy she had with um, Rachel Nichols and her contract is coming up. Maria Taylor probably just probably set up all of this perfectly to land a new deal to maximize her money. It says here Maria Taylor might be leaving ESPN for a major role at NBC Sports. Taylor, whose contract at ESPN inspires during the NBA Finals, is reportedly nearing a deal with NBC Sports, according to Front Office Sports. It's unclear how much money Taylor would take as part of the deal, but ESPN reportedly offering Taylor $3 million to stay, so NBC Sports figure would likely top that. And I do believe it's actually more. I'm thinking, I'm just guessing maybe it's maybe it's four, maybe it's five million dollars. I'm gonna say five million dollars per year tops. Okay. It goes on, it says um NBC Sports could have bit plans for Taylor if she takes their offer. Front office sports mentions Taylor would host football night in America with Mike Tarico when Mike Tarico takes over play-by-play duties for Al Michaels. Tariko currently hosts Football Night in America, but is expected to take over from Michaels once his contract expires after the 2020-21 season. So that could actually be, be huge for her on the NFL front. I'm not exactly sure how much she knows about the NFL, but I guess we'll see if she actually does get that position. Uh, Taylor has also worked on College Game Day at ESPN, and could be involved with Notre Dame broadcast at NBC Sports. Taylor's deal with NBC isn't finalized yet. Is currently at the half-yard line, a source told Front Office Sports. The source noted, that can still be a long, long way in contract negotiations. Well, not too long, you know, because her contract expires like in, what, less than 10 days or something like that? So, 
But it goes on. It says the New York Post, Andrew Marshan pre- previously reported NBC Sports interest in Taylor. Yeah, we actually um had did a video on that with Rhodes. And it goes on here and it talks about the fallout over there at ESPN and the disaster that has actually happened over there. ESPN is just absolutely falling apart. But guys, that's the quick story here on Maria Taylor. NBC Sports. It looks like she's going to jet ESPN for NBC Sports. Obviously, they're going to pay her more money, I'm sure. But this just shows you how much of a disaster ESPN is. They're losing a lot of money. They're they're laying off so many people. They're letting people go. Now, I don't know what the world sports media is going to say about this. You know, the talking point will probably be that ESPN doesn't want to play, play a black woman. When we know that ESPN has been letting a whole bunch of people go because they just bleed money. I mean, they can't they can't generate a profit. They continuously losing money. But that's just my thoughts on this. What do you guys think of this? Black and white sports fans. Maria Taylor on the verge of leaving ESPN for NBC Sports. Anyway, guys, let us know what you think about all this in the comments. Make sure you subscribe to Black and White Sports and we'll catch you next time. Thanks for watching the show. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Be sure to tune in next time on Black and White Sports. You're tuning into Black and White Sports on YouTube. The no-holds-barred truth on sports. The main event starts now. I'm back. Rodrance for Black and White Live. We've got breaking news from the NFL. Star cornerback Richard Sherman has been arrested. That's right. It's pretty wild. He's actually a free agent right now. Spent the last three years playing for my 49ers. Previously, he was in Seattle as part of the Legion of Boom. Well, this story just broke. Richard Sherman booked being investigated for domestic violence case. Yikes. The National Felon League. Free agent cornerback Richard Sherman was booked at 6.08 local time Wednesday at King County Correctional Facility in Seattle. And he's being investigated for burglary domestic violence according to public records. Records state he was denied bail, but a spokesman for Redmond, Washington, police department told ESPN it is standard procedure for suspects of domestic violence to be held until they appear before the judge. The spokesman, who would not confirm the name of the person taken into custody, said a 911 call came from a residence was received at 2 a.m. P.T., the person calling said it was an adult male family member who did not live at the residence and was attempting to force his way into the home. When police arrived, the suspect was outside the home. He fought with the police, but was eventually apprehended and taken to a local hospital to be checked. After he was cleared medically, he was booked into King County Correctional Facility. Sherman, 33, completed his third season with the San Francisco 49ers in 2020 after spending seven seasons with the Seahawks. This is what's really interesting. Richard Sherman is also the vice president of the NFL's Players Association Executive Committee. Quote, we were made aware of an arrest last night of one of our player leaders, 
for an alleged domestic violence incident and have activated our domestic violence crisis protocol for the protection and support of everyone involved. The NFLPA said in a statement, we will continue to monitor the, monitor the events closely as more facts are made available. Sherman has been selected to five Pro Bowls and is a three-time first-team All-Pro in ten seasons. And the fact is, more than likely, Richard Sherman, I would think would have thought Richard Sherman was heading towards the Hall of Fame at least after a couple of more seasons. Uh, He does have a world title under his belt with the Seahawks. Once again, another black eye on the NFL because their players cannot stay out of trouble. That's why the league got coined the National Felon League. Greg Hardy, Ray Rice, Ray Carruth, anybody? And now... Somebody you simply did not expect to get into this kind of situation, Richard Sherman, a guy that came out of Stanford, a guy that is widely considered an extremely intelligent player as part of the NFL, has went out there and done something incredibly stupid. And there is a commissioner's exempt list. Most likely, he's going to end up on something. He is a free agent. This will, this could... This could, if if this proceeds, this could harm him in finding another team. He was being heavily rumored to either go back to Seattle or go to the Dallas Cowboys. So this is pretty wild. Of course, we'll keep up with it. We'll continue to follow it. But a guy that you don't expect that would be in any trouble, a guy that has is widely considered one of the first guys that will end up in the NFL television booth as soon as his career is over richard sherman is now in trouble with the law domestic violence is always that nasty thing that comes out of the nfl and the one thing is we have to remember the nfl will do its own investigation it really doesn't matter necessarily what the criminal actual legal side ends up being obviously they would punish him if he was found guilty But the NFL can punish him regardless, okay? If they think it violates the personal conduct policy, they can suspend him anyway. Richard Sherman may be in a bind now finding a new team. Tell me what you think, black and white sports fans. Peace. I'm out. Till next time. Thanks for watching the show. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Be sure to tune in next time on Black and White Sports.